how special is it for you, Matthew, to be with Mike, man? You know what I mean? To be in this position right now. Very, very um, special. It's just a blessing. You're living your dream right now, Matthew? Yeah. Uh, there's there's more like to come. I love you guys with all my heart. We love you too with all our heart. Hey, we're here at the Mike Tyson Hot Boxing Show, and I have one of my favorite, favorite people here. All right, I have Matthew Fernandez here with his friend Charlie and Henry. I'm very excited. Man. No, we're super excited. Come on, guys. Let's see a round of applause over here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get it. Get it. Pumping. And Henry, I, I, love, I love that you brought that. Everybody clapping. Oh, you, one more time, Mike. Come on, Henry. Matthew, Matthew, we love you, brother. All right, talk to us, Charlie, about Matthew, man. Talk to it. Matthew DM'd me 10 days ago, and immediately I was like, I got to meet you. Like, he was so inspiring. You know, forgive my ignorance. I'm, I'm a square. What is DMT? So D- I know DMT, but what is DMT? <laughs> yeah. Oh, DM, direct message on, on Instagram. Right. He messaged me. All right. And three hours later, I pull up at his house, and I just wanted to ask him one question. Mm-hmm. I was like, Matthew, what's your dream? Like, you're so inspiring, but like, what's your dream? Because Matthew has cerebral palsy, but the doctors told him he would, he would be a vegetable. And what I'm they like, know? Like, yeah, he proved them all wrong, and his mindset... It's proof like you can overcome, but it's, he has two dreams. His dream is to be able to walk for the first time on his own. And the second dream, because he's really inspired by Nipsey Hussle, I was like, okay, if you can make a lot of money to be able to afford the treatments and the physical therapy and the equipment to be able to walk, how would you make your money? He said, I want to have a clothing line like Nipsey Hussle. Well, last night his clothing line came out. And he sold $300,000 in the first 12 hours. Damn, come on, guys. Come on, Matthew. Yeah, but um, what gave you that thought? That's them. What gave you that thought? The clothing line thought? Yeah, what gave you that thought? What, what, what was it about Nick Tree Hustle that gave you that inspiration? Uh, how we helped it, uh, his community. Like, um, uh, how we helped it. The, like the people um, strive for success, and uh, yeah, that that um, that's what I love about them. I think that's cool. You you kind of brought that up pretty profound, Mike, because you did you because you are right. Money is money, but the thought that you have in your mind that you want to manifest is is priceless, right, Mike? Incredible, Matthew. Believe it or not, even though like he has a hard time walking and talking. Like in school, A.B. student, he went homecoming queen. He went to college, like he went to ELAC. Like very smart, like smarter than, I told, I told him, you're probably smarter than all of us in this room. And that's why like when he went to design his first designs, he pulled out a piece of paper and the things he started designing were genius. I'm like, because I've done clothing my whole life, like merch. And I was like, this is some of the best stuff I've seen. And this is within a few days of meeting him. And I'm like, okay, I think he was meant for this. So what do you tell him about this talent that he possessed? You know, you seem to be his mentor. Mm-hmm. What do you tell him about this talent that he possessed? Like, when I saw what he was capable of, 
I was like, okay, like he's fully capable of running a business, no doubt. And what he's going to be able to do with it, because now like, like he, the, the problem is like with cerebral palsy, he needs to get his muscles strong, but he lives in a, a vertical apartment and there's nowhere to walk in the apartment. In the neighborhood he lives in, he can't practice walking outside. It's very dangerous. Like somebody, you know, got killed, you know, a few doors down. And I talked to his mom and she was like, it would just be so nice to be able to live in a flat home with, in a neighborhood with sidewalks. And so he had that motivation. And like, I think there was something really divine about it. Like whatever he channeled and manifested, he manifested us into his life and now they're going to be able to move into that home. He's going to be able to have the equipment. He's going to be able to overcome and be able to take those first steps. You know, I, and all due respect, you know, no really. What does he know about God? Oh, man. I'll let him speak on that. But from what I've seen, this man's got a direct line. Well, <laughs> it appears that way to me, too. So I want to know what's his experience with this. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not, I'm trying to learn. I'm not trying to teach right now. Mm -hmm. I think his brother could probably speak a little bit better on hey, it. Mike, get over here in the seat, man. I told you to get in the seat, man. You never got in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But speaking about you, Charlie, I mean, you've, you've been inspired. You're like, you're not, you're not your typical, average, well, actually you were an average Joe. Who are you? I'll say the first thing I'll say is a dreamer. Um, and I just always believe that like everything is possible, like not anything, but um, I used to manage 2 chains for 10 years. I discovered 2 chains when he was Titty Boy. Um, What's a Titty Boy? Titty Boy. That was his rapper name before oh. he was 2 Chains. Okay. Like in the country of Georgia. <laughs> okay, it's no problem. It's okay. <laughs> but I used to manage artists, um, recording artists from Atlanta. I had one of the biggest hip-hop firms. Um, and... At the height of my career, I was diagnosed with a brain tumor and I was 300 pounds. And like as facing death, I was just like, okay, well, you start really thinking about your dreams when you're about to die. The dreams you didn't accomplish. Cause, cause all I knew was, I knew how to make money, but I settled because when I was little, all I wanted to do was be an athlete. Like, that was my dream. Like, I would literally have nightmares where I would die in, the, in, my, in, in my sleep. And my thought when I would wake up is like, dang, I didn't get to experience what it was like to have my dream come true because I buried that athletic dream because I was always overweight my whole life. So I said, all right, I'm going to be a businessman. And you know, my business took off as a young man. I was Soldier Boy's cameraman, managed, you know, these recording artists. But then I was like, you know what? I want to go back. I want to go back to my original dream. And, and that's when I got really connected with God and I needed a miracle. And within a year and a half of me retiring from my business, I, I ran five marathons. I did an Ironman. I... I reversed my brain tumor, um, and the biggest Nike commercial of all time was uh, dedicated to me, the Colin Kaepernick commercial. I was in it. Uh, Nike named it after me. It was called Dream Crazy. I made a, a fan-made Nike commercial that inspired Nike to create that film, and it was all about dreams. 
So all my dreams came true. And that's what made me at that point say, I want to dedicate my life to making other people's dreams come true because I got everything. And that's what leads me to Matthew. Yeah, we have uh, we have uh, you, Matthew's you, brother yeah. too, man, Miguel Ankel, man. What's what's your take on everything that's been that's been going on? What's your, your brother take right on now? this guy that you don't know and he don't know, and they have this bond? I think it's beautiful. I think uh, energy attracts energy, mm-hmm. and good people attract good people. And Charlie's been a huge blessing for our life because he just popped in on my mother's birthday. And he's all like, yo, let's manifest your dreams, Matthew. And it's so beautiful because, you know, when, when my mom takes care of my, my brother 24-7. And uh, this is like her dream come true to have like a whole army backing up Matthew. Because, you know, we all want Matthew to live a fruitful life. We want Matthew to run. We want Matthew to have friends. We want Matthew to experience all the things that I've experienced as a brother, right? But unfortunately you know, for 22 years, it's been him alone with the family. So now having Brother Charlie and the whole dream team pulling up, man, there's thousands of people supporting Matthew, you know, saying, hey, you're not alone. And that's energy, bro. It's all energy. That's my take on that. Mm. It's, it's, really, it's really interesting how like people are like reflections of you. Like when I met Matthew, I didn't know much about him. But when I pulled up, and started asking him, and I saw how much he loved hip hop. And I was like, wow, that was like a reflection of me. Like, cause that was a big part of my life. And then when I saw like, what his, what his family and like his mother like, believes in all the metaphysical and Eastern medicines and healing. And I'm like, that's a big part of me too. And I'm like, it's no secret why we're here, why we attract, why we find the people that are in li- our lives. Because I mean, I think we're just like a reflection of each other. and. That's why like these divine things happen where one plus one could equal three or a thousand instead of two. The product of our um, surrounding uh, uh, era, mm-hmm. uh, uh, generation, slaves to it. Yeah. Slaves to it. Yeah, you're right. I do remember conversating you one time, Mike. I don't, I don't know if you remember this, but we're in, uh, we're in Jacksonville, Florida. We're getting ready, uh, we're getting, we're getting ready to jump on the, on the plane, on the private plane. And I remember you were just talking about life, about society. It's like, why do you got to get married now? Is it because society's telling you? Like, you know what I'm saying? When she said that, I'm just like, no, that's man, what we're kind of programmed a little bit, no, Mike. A little bit? A lot of bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Listen, we're so programmed. I was just looking at this show about how much our control, uh, how much control our uh, phone and had all over us and everything. So I made a promise to myself, I only use my phone on Mondays. Once a week, I use my phone because I saw the process and I see the process of my. It's so bad. My my son has the television and the, the computer playing. Mm-hmm. And if I turned off the television, hey, hey, what are you doing? He's not even looking at it. But it's that that energy, that vibration that he has to have it. And then one day they're gonna turn it all off, and we're gonna and it's gonna be anarchy out here. You know how you know how mad motherfuckers gonna be when they don't got that phone, this shit right here, and that that computer. Having uh, close death encounters, Charlie, because mm-hmm. I imagine that's kind of what you, you've been through close death encounters, right, Mike? Yeah, but um, death is um, harmony. I don't know. Life is the willingness to die, you know, because we're going to do it anyway. So, And we always, um, 
we fight it. We fight it. We never, we never give in to it. Mm-hmm. We fight it. We were, we're born to give in to it, but still we fight it. That's the, that's the sin we have in us, fighting God. Mm-hmm. You was think it? you're fighting something bad that's hurting you, but you're fighting God. Death is God. You're not going to let it go with it. Let's go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go with it. Charlie, is that something? Is that something that you do? You do you have the same philosophy as Mike? Somebody that you had a tumor, bro. Mm-hmm. Just to, you want you want to describe that a little bit? I mean, how yeah. how how bad that was? Like I remember there was this day because like my whole life being on a diet from age eight, I would always like starve myself. But like food is a lot like Me breathing. Too. Really, I starved myself because I see what it did to my family. All my family's obese. My 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 sister died of obesity, about five hundred pounds, heart bust. Mm-hmm. So all my fat, all my family are very obese, and you know, you know, big country motherfuckers mm-hmm. from the south eating all that bad shit. Yeah, and that's my family. That's just my family. They can't stop it. I'm highly educated. My brother's a doctor, smart, and he still can't. Um, he's a great man. Still can't stop putting stuff in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And I still struggle with it. Oh, I do too. But um, I'd rather die than be like that. I would starve myself to death. Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes I go um, and I'm a Muslim. I'm not a dedicated Muslim, but sometimes I will go on my fast, not for 30, but 45 days. Not even for God, but for vanity, my weight. But since it's the Ramadan, that gives me a reason to do this. Yeah. You know? do, do, you, do you feel a, what does it teach you, Mike, the fasting? It teaches me that I can endure more than anyone. Hmm. Do you feel cleaner when you come out of like a like Ramadan, like of thirty x days of uh, of doing? I feel it? like I, I feel like I took the most powerful drugs I ever took in my life by just being clean. Yeah, because you know um, why? So why is it listen, so hard to smoke no, weed? No, listen, 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 brother. Um, <laughs> do you know um, your fat needs a certain amount of brain to function, and when it, when you go on fast, that that extends out that 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 meat. That fat, and you start talking, and shit start happening. You yeah. start seeing shit. Yeah. The mind has a lot of fat. The mind works better. The fatter it is, the better it works. The more you fast, the less fat is in the brain. And the less fat in the brain, then you start getting seeing shit and hallucinating, and then passing out and may die. So the people that say fat is bad, no, fat has its place in life. That's why it's here. Yeah. Everything that's here on this planet has its place in life. How we know about the toad, how we know about all these special medicines. Yeah. It's Trial crazy. to never, right? Yeah, it's crazy, Mike. It's almost, it's, it's so simplified for us because we know that the medicine is on earth. Yeah, mm-hmm. but let me talk about this. Have Charlie ever used any um, medicine, like um, plant medicine or animal medicine? Like how I reversed my brain tumor was literally just with plants. Like Tell I went, about them. I went vegan. The crazy thing I experienced with it really like the, the the foundation of of me solving my issue with food addiction and just like my my brain tumor and all that was I just asked myself a simple question I said if you are what you eat is what I'm eating dead or alive and I just started looking at food as if like all right if I eat like a a cliff bar you know that's vegan but it's dead. It could sit there for like three years. Like it's just not vibrating you like know, that. No, brother, can I ask you what? Me and my wife was talking and we were saying, let's look at the one. How long? Because sometimes I don't, I be fasting for, I'm not, I haven't eaten nothing. And sometimes I go to the bathroom, I take a shit this long. I said, now where? <laughs> so I go like this to my wife. So I said, and it's thick. I go to my wife. I said, baby, I haven't eaten in 25 days. Where did this come from? How long does it stay in your system? How could all that stay in your system without you eating? That's crazy. Right. 
so many microscopic things that we i guess there's a lot of things that we haven't discovered but one thing you, i will say that we have discovered is, has been medicine yeah it keeps it keeps improving you know it keeps improving this is interesting let me explain about um venereal disease they started off in biblical times as rashes and so like leprosy rap this rash but people were dirty back then they had a lot of germs but once they got um enlightened on cleaning Mm -hmm. They stopped losing the, the 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 thing was scared. The rash was scared that it was going to be extinct, extinct, extinct. Yeah. So it it went from a rash and it went into our venereal, just for protection. A lot of protection up there. We can't get them. No way. We got to shoot some stuff in us to get them. So they want to survive. So they went into us and our vaginal areas. Like so through so through the pee hole. Probably got through there or through our pores. Listen, um, what's killing us now is time. And time is invisible. It's right here. A lot of particles are coming in our house, and this is how we die. We can't even see our death. Godly. You know how much we're getting poisoned? <laughs> right this minute, we're getting poisoned by, by God's dust. We don't even Shit, know. Light, light up a joint, man. Let's make it right, Mike. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. My man's right here. I'm giving respect for my man. Yeah. But, you know, that's all it is, man. We're born to die. So we got to pick a way that we die. We die in peace or we die in chaos. That was deep. That was that, that was actually deep. Remember um, after your training, you talked to Dre and I, and you were talking about you're born losing already. Oh, absolutely. As the time goes by. As time goes by, we lose our friends. We lose our hair. We lose our teeth. We lose our sexual desire. And we wonder, why the hell am I here anymore? Everybody I love is dead. My grand, I love my grandkids and my, my kids and everything, but they don't... They, they, I love them, you know, but they don't understand. I don't understand them. That's what these old guys say. I love my wife. I love my kids, but I don't understand them. Right, right. And next thing you know, God takes you, or the heavens take you. Exactly. So ha having to know that, right, is just you have to make most of your life, live your life like there is Listen, no let tomorrow. Let me explain something. The only thing that keeps us in check in life, all of us, cycles and everybody, the expiration date. That we never forget that. We forget everything else, and like we forget this number. We forget when our parents call. We never forget the possibility of that expiration date. That's the only thing that keeps us in perspective. That's what makes us work hard for our kids until that expiration date comes. You know, once you get conscious of the expiration date, you become a totally different person. You look at life totally different. Right. You're looking about what you can leave before you go. Exactly. You think you had those thoughts, Mike, when... Uh you think the toad revealed that, or you think you already had that? No, the toad review revealed that. Only thing I thought about this, um, uh, before the toad was my dick. <laughs> but um, the, toad, the toad really put that in check, you know? And I used to be scared. I used to pray a thousand times before I take it. Now I can't look. I look for I take it too much. I, you know, I just have to take it. Sometimes you get you get scared, Mike, before you do it, huh? You get Never. I'm looking for the first time, the first ten times I was scared, but now I look so much forward forward to do it. I I, I do it all now. Are y'all talking about the venom? Toe, yeah. Okay. I'm so, looking ready to do the the scorpion venom. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the white cobra venom. God, I'm gonna do the geez. centipede. You gotta let me in on that because I remember that first time I did the toad with you, Mike. I'll tell. I'll be honest with you. I was shitting bricks that night. Listen, like the first I time like, I listen, listen. The first time I did it in that room there, right? And I thought, you know, I'm macho. Yeah, give me this shit, all right? When I did that, <laughs> and I I died. I said, oh, these white motherfuckers killed me. I said, I'm trying yeah. to prove something. These white motherfuckers. I died, and I said, and then I woke up, and the first thing I said when I woke up, where's my wife? 
because once you take the toll, you don't think about your kids. You know, you just you facing the the divine elements, and it's scary because it's like this. There's things that all of us have that we keep secret. We if we let somebody know, we be shamed. And what the toll opens it up, and you feel like all your secrets are let out. And the whole world knows every secret you ever have. Imagine that frightening feeling. Imagine that feeling. Can you imagine that feeling? Your friends know every secret you ever had since the day you were born. Or every mistake you made from a human perspective. Imagine somebody knowing all that. That's what the toad do. It makes you totally oblivious. But frightened at the same time. And then when it's over, next thing you know, you're crying and happy and can't wait to do it again. It has that effect on you. You know, it, they've been here before us. When you really think about the specifics of who we are, we can't even tell you who we are. Yeah. If we can tell you who we were at this stage of our life, we'd be some limited motherfuckers. Yeah. I don't know who I am. You don't know, you know, we could make up who we are. Yeah, I'm a flying nigga making money, do that. Also, I'm an honest guy, do this, I work hard. We could say these things, but we don't know who we are, where we came from. <laughs> you know? I, I think I, so you guys are probably, you know what I mean? That's a trip what he's saying, but he's right, dude. When you do it, it's like you get a reality check that it's just like, man, I thought life was about this. No, and it strips Ma everything. Imagine his life about he's the divine one. This special could look. You see, he have all of us loving him, yeah. even though we don't want to show. This how God allows us to show our humbleness and our passion yeah. and compassion. Yeah. You know, we're all assholes. We got some stuff about us that you know we do that you know not cool probably in society. But when it comes down to life, this is what it is. We all have to take care of one another. So you know. Imagine he was a prick, his family was a prick. Oh, he's in the fucking way. I can't go out now because this motherfucker here and all this shit. I can't fuck this bitch because he's here. And uh, imagine if they were like, no, you, there's people out there like that. Yeah. You know how easy it is to be selfish? It's so easy to be selfish than it is to be kind. And it's easy to be kind, right? So you know how easy it is? Twice and ten times easy to be selfish. And he gets nothing but love. Oh, yeah. Matthew made our family way closer. We're a tribe it, for sure. Yes. 100%. He makes it better. 100%. My children make blessing. my life better. You know, it wasn't for my children, I'm an animal. My wife and my family, without them, I'm a fucking, I have no self-dignity, no self-respect. I would do anything. But, you know, my family and love totally um, put all that piece of shit activity out the window. Yeah. Now, recovering from that tumor, Charlie, and obviously losing 110 pounds, like literally getting a second chance at life. Mm -hmm. You know, your goal now is, is to help a million people, right? Mm -hmm. With a, pretty much a million dreams. And mm -hmm. obviously Matthew is one of them. Mm -hmm. You know, are you are you like that go-getter that finds those inspirational stories and you try to turn those into, uh, you know, how does that work? Because yeah. I, I would love to be part of that line. Man. <laughs> yeah. Where, where's the line at? <laughs> man, we, we, like, we're launching a tour in like eight days. Like we have a, we have a tour bus called The Dream Machine. And we literally, like when COVID hit, I sold my house, I moved into the bus, and I hit the road because they told us, like everybody go inside. And my whole life, like rules are important. But if I see a rule, I'm like, I I'm going, like people need help. Like, let's go. Like people's dreams are dying if they got to sit in their house all day. And so I hit the road and like, I got all these amazing people that we call them all dream hitchhikers. Everybody here, I picked up. Like, my best friend from middle school, like, I call Maybe him at. Langford right here. My best friend, he's big time, big time auditor at the FDIC, works full time. I call him up. I said, hey, 
I'm on tour. I need my boy. He said, how long you need me on the road? I said, give me three days. He's been on the road with us for 13 months, and he just retired from the FDIC yesterday. He's full-time Dream Machine CFO. Every single person here left their corporate jobs, moved them from the UK, corporate job. Like everybody's a dreamer because we're inspired by people like Matthew. So we're launching a tour. We're giving away a million dollars in 45 days of our cryptocurrency, USD, but like of the dreamer token. So every day we got $22,000 to give away to help people with their dreams to keep the dream alive. So, I mean, I'm going to spend my whole life doing this. I'm going to do everything I can to be, you know, just a, a blessing. I would love at my funeral one day to have yeah. a stadium full of people, dreams I made come true. Of course, Charlie, how old are you? 33. You're 33. You're 80, 88. 88. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy, man. What's up, everyone? The 2021 NFL season is here, and DraftKings is all of the week's number one's action. And if you didn't know, DraftKings is the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. It's easy to get started. Just sign up using your code, Hotboxing. Then you make your first deposit. And after you do those two things, you will get your shot at a $1 million top prize. Anytime I get a shot at a $1 million, I know I take it. See DraftKings.com, baby, for the details. So remember, download the DraftKings app now. Use code Hotboxing to make your first deposit of at least $5. Get your shot at a million bucks. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. You got that second shot of life, man. Because obviously you're in the music industry. Yep. You want a damn Grammy for crying out loud. Mm -hmm. Why? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm curious to understand that exit. And, the, and, and you know what I'm saying? When you reach the top like that. So for me, like leaving the music industry wasn't, wasn't very hard. I had a successful business, but like I said, Mike, like I'm a dream. I'm crazy. Like my mom, when I told her I'm going to retire, she said, how you going to make money? Because I'm telling her I'm going to be an athlete, but she's looking at her son who's 300 pounds, you know, like what, like, what you mean? You're going to be an athlete. I'm like, I figured out something's going to bless me. And I just, I just left. It wasn't difficult. Like, I believe that we're created to create and we can create anything. Like we created a dream. It was, it was effort. Like I don't have that many followers on Instagram, but it was effort. It wasn't, I didn't give Matthew 300,000. It was just, I used my platform and asked a few hundred thousand people to help and they helped. So it's like- so what happens with that money? Matthew and his family, they really want to get into a home. Yeah, you were telling me that, yeah. They really want to get a wheelchair accessible van because bless his mom's heart, mom, dad, everybody. They got to pick him up, carry him up these well, steps. I remember when my um, stepmother came in, we said she was an old woman, 79, so we had to um, build a chair in the, on, the, on the stairs. Banister, um, what's that? Banister on the stairway? Mm -hmm. They take her up the stairs, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's got to be tough because, you know, Pops, he has his own business, but Ma, she has to take care of him every day. So it's just, it's just a tough situation. So. Well, you know, I'm one of those guys that believe nothing impossible to somebody who tries. Mm -hmm. Everything's hard. Yeah, everything's going to be hard. The situation is hard. So you have to expect everything to be hard. 
We have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just what it is. Yeah. So with Matthew, Matthew being able to be in a, a better place, like one of the manifestations I have right now is like a big fashion mogul, like a Virgil or a Kanye reach out and be it's like. It's always I'm... possible. There's nothing. Listen. Mm-hmm. And after I like to listen, I come from the fucking sewage of fucking Brooklyn. Listen, nobody in my neighborhood makes me up. It's all animals. We hurt people. We steal from each other. We do all that stuff. And I'm saying nobody would ever think a guy like me would make it. Either. They diagnosed me as retarded. I'm hosting on my show, but, <laughs> but I've been, um, yeah, they said I was retarded. Can you believe that? They put me on thoughts in and shit, and it helped me. <laughs> what you More aggressive. What? <laughs> they put me on thoughts in. You know, thoughts in kind of make you like, no. But they got me, <laughs> it worked different on me. Damn. Yeah. I'm just so happy that we, I wanted to put um, Matthew on the show so bad. Because we have so many hundreds of view, hundreds of million of viewers. I wanted them to see him. I appreciate you so much for that, Uncle Mike. I don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah Charlie. So, uh, Charlie. So, what's what's the overall goal for you, though? Like, for you know, obviously, I know you want to start this. You know, you, you, man, a lot of a lot of the, your colleagues here, man, they uh they quit their job. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, is it just to continue to keep helping, like going on tour and continue to helping like the the people that really need the help? That's it, man. Like Matthew's a testament. You know, this is what we want to do. Like, like, I realized, like, in my life, I was surrounded by a lot of bad people when I was trying to make things about me. Like, people mm. steal from me, accountants, all sorts of bad your business best partners. Friend, your best friend, family friend. member. People would take advantage of me because I'm really nice. But then when I made the mission bigger about other people and I got up off of me, I got surrounded by the best people in the world. Same thing happened to me, brother. Yeah? Same thing. And it's like once you once you taste what it feels like to to like like last night. You'd be night. so accustomed to being with filth, and then when you with something of a clean nature, you say, "Hey, this ain't even right. This is wrong. You don't even feel yep. comfortable." Yeah, because it's that programming. Yeah. We don't even that. know that we're being programmed. We're around something so much, we don't even know there's another side to it. And then when I experience this other side, where all this magic and manifestation and God just blessing miracles. I'm like, I can't ever go back. Like, I'm going to sail off into the sunset doing this. I mean, after you see Matthew's mother and father at our dreamer house last night just crying, they're just watching, like, every 15 minutes, $10,000 is coming in. I ain't listen, I've been to places, um, I've seen children with... um that a function, talking to a machine with just nobody is the head. And they're still alive. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm very, when I see a situation, I'm very humbled. I'm very humbled and I want to be involved with situations like that. Because it shows me who I really am, that I'm nothing. If I can't listen, if I got all this money and I'm a big fly ass nigga, if I can't help them, who the fuck am I? Who really am I? Mm-hmm. Am I some superstar, really? Mm-hmm. And I can't help somebody like that? Mm-hmm. And his situation, and I love his family, and I can't help him. You know, that's not no superstar. Man, this says a lot about you because me coming from the entertainment industry, it's not always like that, right? Well, I mean, there's a lot of people I know in the entertainment well, industry I've been that there. follow. I've been there. I, hey, I've been listening. I'm older than you. I've seen more than you in the industry, okay? That is all about survival in there. That's just all about survival, not about helping nobody. Unless you're my team and you're doing what I tell you to say. 
Mm-hmm. You know, this is a control mechanism, and it's their crew against everybody else's crew. That's right. You know, and that's yeah. just how it is. And in boxing, it's the same way. The people that you trust the most, and the people that you invest oh, the most time in, disappoint you the most. Mm-hmm. So that's why sometimes you have because we're, cause we're afraid. Guys like me and him, we're successful, but we always give our power to someone else. You know, because we think they're gonna take care of us on level because that's what they said, and they do different. You know, until you made this move right here, this is the first time you did something that you did, mm-hmm. initiative. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, now nah, this is the first time I did something, my own initiative. Mm-hmm. That's why, uh, I mean, I really I appreciate you. Man, I appreciate you because you allowing Matthew and myself to come on. When you interview the biggest people in the world, but this, this right here, like, I think Matthew in a year could be one of those biggest people in the world. It. You don't see this. It's not like this man. His brother helped me interview the biggest people in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, so as you know, it's, it's it's just put, you know, pushing it forward. Man, it's special. Yeah, yeah, how how special is it for you, Matthew, to be you know to be to be with Mike, man? To be, you know what I mean? To be in this position right now. Um, very very um special. It's just a blessing. You living you're living your dream right now, Matthew. Uh, yeah, uh, there's there's more, like, uh, to come, and yeah, this, this is just um, this is crazy, like, yeah, like uh, um, all these, like th- these wonderful people, even um, Charlie, he. Take your time, brother. We we'll wait for you. Overwhelmed, though. That's what love does to people. It overwhelms people. That's cool, um, Miguel. Miguel. Uh, Miguel. Michael. <laughs> how how is this? How's this? How's your, you know your little brother, man. What he's going through right now. How cool is it for you? Man, it's super cool. Super super cool. Um, it's a major major blessing. I mean, you know, since birth he was gonna be a twin. You know, but one of the twins uh, passed away in my mother's belly in six months of pregnancy, so they had to perform a C-section, and Matthew was pronounced dead. So they resuscitated Matthew. Um, he was one pound and a half. He was living, my parents were going in and out uh, the hospital. He was an incubator for six months, had over 16 surgeries, said he was gonna be a vegetable. He wasn't gonna be able to walk, talk, or any of that stuff. Um, my mother took him off of Western medicine and she took the holistic route. We got into meditation, yoga, sound healing, all these herbal medicines and stuff. And he started talking. He started strengthening his legs. He's just a fighter all around. He puts me to shame. The stuff that this guy goes through, he's a real warrior here. I'm just here to be like, yo, I'm here to lift you up, bro. You know, so seeing him like achieve his dreams is probably like one of my biggest dreams, you know, as as an older brother. And yeah, man, it's it's super overwhelming. All, All of everybody supporting our family is like the greatest thing in the world. You know, the prayers have been answered and God is just, you know, open the gates of abundance and everything's flowing. So, man, it's, it's, it's a strong feeling, Brother Henry. Well, I just want to know one thing before this is um, done. I, I want you to look at all these people and what you want to say to them. They're, they're um, very, very, um, like, um, wonderful. They're like a blessing for my life. And... <laughs> 
I love you guys with all my heart. We love you too with all our heart. My man's over here crying. Hey, chill out. Good, bro. Good. Relax. This is all family, bro. This is all love over here, man. No strangers in here. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. What about you, Charlie? What uh, you want? You wanna you wanna close it out, man? You wanna give a let us see, let the world know who you are about and what you're doing, brother. Man, look right in these people's eyes. Cameras, please. All I can ask for anybody watching is. Support Matthew's dream. Let's make this. Let's make this one of the most inspirational men in the world. Cause he is. Let's give him stages. Let's give him platforms. Wear his clothes. Everybody in here right now is wearing his clothes. And thank you so much for, you know, supporting Mike. And no love, brother. This is Part all about Matthew. Part of the family. Thank Everyone, check so out much. my little brother's website, violetsarekindofpurple.com. We got a rock in the merch. He designed it. You know, mm -hmm. Uncle Mike's rocking it. Charlie's mm -hmm. rocking it. That's cool, man. Well, you guys yeah, just watched pleasure. an episode of Hot Boxing with Thank Mike you, Tyson. I'm your co-host, Triple C, a.k.a. Henry Cejudo. And Mike Tyson, so glad to have my guests here, Matthew and Charlie. And Mike, thank you very much for the evening, everyone. Peace out. We everyone. out. Wow. Well,